many of us, whenever we came back uh, for holidays, would be involved in either weeding cotton or picking cotton or doing something related to, um, to cotton growing. A woman celebrated in Uganda and beyond, remembered for her political stance, being the voice of the voiceless and a beauty queen, Cecilia Barbara Atim Ogwal. Hello and welcome to Around Uganda podcast with me, Rosia Athman. In December, the late Cecilia Ogwal spoke to the media about her hopes for economic development in northern Uganda that fell into a pit of poverty after the war broke out. The interview with the Iron Lady was conducted by Rupini Radio just before she went to India for hospitalization. She died on Thursday, January 18, 2024, at the age of 77. In this excerpt from her final interview with the media, she appeals to Lango not to be told to abandon cotton growing. The issue of cotton to the life of an ordinary Lango, or actually in this uh, sub-region, or even beyond uh, West Nile, Anteso, Karamoja, is very fundamental. Um, the colonial government introduced the growing of um, cash crops in, in Uganda, coffee in Buganda uh, and beyond, and some part of East, like uh, Bugishu, and uh, cotton basically from the East and some part of Buganda uh, covering the entire uh, northern region. So um, when you talk about uh, cotton, you are talking about the lifeblood of Uganda in terms of um, economics. It is, uh, it is one of the key crops that has been the major export that brings us foreign exchange. And therefore, uh, cotton is a very, very important crop to the life of Elangi or Acholi or Teso or people who have used cotton for several years. Growing up, I saw my parents and uh, the entire community growing cotton. And uh, many of us, whenever we came back uh, for holidays, would be involved in either weeding cotton or picking cotton or doing something related to, um, to cotton growing. So um, that is our life, and that is the life of a lung. To the extent that um, there was a time when the price of cotton went down, and one would have thought that uh, the people of northern Uganda would change to another, to another crop uh, for bringing in uh, revenue to the family. But instead, the Langi were able to, to continue growing cotton, and the justification they gave was that when they grow cotton, it makes the, the growing of simsim and other crops to be better. That is, the yield per acre was considered better when you, when you start with cotton. So there is some value, although they could not explain scientifically, but they could understand that when they grow cotton, 
and they put in sim sim or some or or millet for example they would get better yield so this this is something which has become part and parcel of the life um the lifestyle of um, of any lango and particularly um looking at it again from the economic perspective uh it is the cotton that was used for paying school fees cotton um is normally sold around december january february and that's the time children also go back to school uh cotton was looked at as um as the the crop that will bring money to the household so that they could they could buy more animals or build mabati houses and that is still the uh the, what is happening today so for anybody to talk about um abandoning the growing of cotton that person has not fully understood uh how the cotton growing has become part and parcel of the lifestyle of the land they to the extent that sometimes they don't look at it purely from economics perspective as i've already explained but they look at it like um i have to grow cotton anyway because uh i i need it for paying school fees or i've always grown it or i'm go when i grow it i'm going to get better yield for uh from sim sim growing and um, and millet so that has been um the explanation so uh if we look at it from the fact factors of production uh one would say um the government for a while abandoned interest in cotton yes interest uh, they, they realize cotton is important but at the same time they abandon interest um in supporting the cotton subsector why do i say that um in the past or what i would want to refer boldly to ubote's government uh bote 1 ubote 2 the lange had their animals the lange got to adopt a better a better uh, method of farming which is um uh, acquiring ox plow and using their their bulls or their oxen to to increase the acreage and that was happening in every household in every household you'll find an oxen and uh, the bulls were always there anyway so that in a way um expanded the acreage that uh that that, that the lange were able to um to maintain in the past where they had the animals unfortunately when the animals were swept out and uh, we are not going to go into that history why and how and and so on that's not our our issue now the issue now is that the lange now have no um bulls no animals cattle in their hands although the government is trying to compensate but will never be able to compensate enough to replace what they have lost uh so um without the the oxen and without the ox plows 
the cotton production was bound to go down because the hand hoe cannot manage to plow as much acreage of land as uh, uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 ox, the ox plow would have managed. The hand cannot manage. You need so many, man, so many um, people to plow, to plow one acre as compared to an, uh, an ox plow. So that is a simple economic explanation as to why cotton production had to go down because the Langi were now used and already adapted their method of farming to the use of ox plow and uh, therefore the government should have consciously maintained that and instead of talking about compensation of animals generally they should have said we are going to give you instead of compensating you for animals we are going to give every household uh, an oxen uh, no, an ox plow and two oxen because we normally you need two bulls to pull one ox plow. So that is what the government should have consciously um, introduced in order to replace what the Lange lost. Unfortunately, that was not done. Um, the members of parliament from Lango sub-region met the president in 2010 prior to the 2011 general election. And we had a general discussion on what was going on uh, in Lango sub-region, what the government can do and so on, where the government has neglected the, the sub-region. And we were able to draw the attention of the president to the, the way the cotton growing had gone down and generally farming, which has, uh, had made the poverty in Lango to get worse than it was before. And the, government, and the government committed itself, through the president, of course, to address that issue. And I put it in, in writing to the president to draw his attention to what was discussed and the commitment the president made. Cecilia Barbara Atim Ogwal was Uganda's first beauty queen. She was a long-serving legislator and at the time of her death was Dokolo MP. As you have heard, she really wanted Ugandans encouraged to grow organic cotton for Uganda to be on top. May her soul rest in peace. Ambrosia Arthman. And that's it for this episode of Around Uganda with New Vision. For more of our podcasts, log on to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts.